Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast for another episode. Now, If you are listening to this on the day that it airs, it is December the 1st. There is one more month left in the year, and I think most of us are feeling like, oh, didn't quite crush those 2015 goals, but here's the thing. I want you and I want me, I want all of us to make the most of the rest of the year. I don't want us to phone it in and say, we'll start again in January. Your goals are not lost. Let's not just trash the last month. Let's drive. Let's push. And this doesn't have to be some impossible thing that requires tremendous willpower and focus. But I'll tell you what, with a few simple strategies, and this is not something that I normally say or claim because I think that everybody needs to set their own goals and do what's right for them. But I'm going to be really straightforward and say there is no reason in the world that you cannot lose one dress size, one pant size before the end of the year if you're listening to this when it airs. Now, if you just happen to be stumbling upon this this episode on the 27th of December, well, probably not going to happen in the next three or four days. But honest to God, in four or five weeks, you can for sure, without putting your life on hold, without being miserable, you can drop a pant size. I have no doubt about it in my mind. Here's the thing, though. It's easier to phone it in and not give it your best and not try your hardest and just say, oh man, I'm so far off from where I wanted to be and I'm just gonna get through the holidays and start again in January. Please don't do that. You've probably done that before and there is another way that will still allow you to enjoy the holidays and make the most out of your time with your family and friends and all of the celebrations, but still wake up on January 1st feeling so much better than you do now, fitting into jeans that you don't fit into now, having more energy than you have right now today, experiencing less hunger and fewer cravings than you experience today. Now, if you are listening to this when it airs on December the 1st, I am excited because tonight, December the 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, I am hosting a totally free webinar on how to get out of your own way, how to create your own success blueprint, and then I'm going to be inviting those people that are like totally ready to dive in, take it to the next level, and start their transformation with me as their coach to get involved in the Winter Fat Loss Fast Track. Now, if you're listening to this on December 1st and you still want to take advantage of this free training, go ahead and either go to primalpotential.com. Right on the homepage, there are two super obvious banners to get signed up for that. Or if you're in the U.S., you can just text the word Fast Track, one word, Fast Track, 
to the number 44222. And I would love, love, love to have you hang out with me tonight, December the 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Now, if you're listening to this after that, no worries at all. I still want to help you. And so what I want to do in the next 30 minutes or so is talk about specific strategies, nothing crazy, no over-restriction, no being hungry all the time, miserable all the time, not able to enjoy your favorite holiday treats, but some really basic strategies that can absolutely set you up to drop a pant size that's not some like hyped up marketing claim. I know it to be true and I want to help you do that. It's really about simplicity because we have a pattern, a habit, most of us, of creating these big complex plans and setting the bar really, really high and then being disappointed when we don't clear that that high bar and then throwing in the towel and saying, oh, screw it. Complexity is the enemy of execution. And so what I want to do today is highlight simple strategies, simple strategies of doing the most effective things. I want you to simplify your approach. And I really believe that with a simple approach, you will get far more results and have to work less at it than with a complex approach. Okay. This is not about, oh, I have no idea what I should do. It's about I know what I need to do and I'm going to narrow it down to the most effective elements and I'm actually going to do them. I'm not just going to listen and go, oh, wouldn't that be amazing? I'm going to pick one and I'm going to start. I'm going to move. I'm going to take action because that is what's required. It's not just listening to this podcast. It's saying, okay, of those 10 things that Elizabeth just talked about, here are the two that I'm going to really focus on this week. Simplify. Focus on the most effective strategies, not on all the strategies possible in the universe, because that is when we set ourselves up for failure and give up or give in. So let's talk about these strategies. The first one is get out of your head and stay in this moment. And I want to be really clear here. Most of these strategies are related to nutrition stuff, but this moment matters. And I think many people will not make progress in the month of December, will not experience this reduced pant size in the next 30, 31 days because they'll constantly say, oh, it's just this one thing. I'll I'll be better tomorrow. We have to flip that typical dieting notion that right now doesn't really matter, that right now is insignificant, that this one choice doesn't add up, that there's always tomorrow and we can make up for it then. That is the road to nowhere. If you get really honest with yourself and get honest about your past attempts that maybe haven't been so successful, I bet that you will see you fall into that trap of saying, it's just this one thing. I'm going to do better tomorrow. I'm going to gear up and give it 110% tomorrow or Monday or whatever. All you have is right now. Where you are on January 1st, if those jeans button up that you can't currently get over your hips, it is because of what you do in each moment. Procrastination and excuse making and delay is a sure fire way to not get there. Your mantra for the next month needs to be now matters. Now matters. This choice matters. There's no perfect time. It becomes perfect when you take action, but if you're waiting, till Monday when you can do all your food prep, when you have more time, when you don't have a dinner out, you'll always find a reason to wait and wait and wait and wait. 
Don't wait till the stars are aligned because they're never gonna be. And you don't need to wait till you get past the bumps in the roads or the busy schedule or till you're not so tired because that time is never gonna come. And if you get really honest at looking at your history, your history will prove that point. The reality is, no matter if you're busy, if you're stressed, if you're tired, if you have 101 engagements this week, you still have complete and total control over what you put in your mouth. So I want you to adopt the mantra for the next month of now matters, this choice matters, this one little piece of chocolate matters, this one little cookie, this one bite of this off my kid's plate, it matters. Get out of your head and stay in this moment. Let go of the dieting mentality of, it doesn't matter, I'll wait till tomorrow, there's plenty of time. That is the road to nowhere. The second strategy that I want you to start to adopt so that you can drop this pant size in the next month is get prepared for the morning. And what I mean by that very specifically is make your breakfasts ahead of time so that you can just grab them and go, heat them and eat them. You've gotta be prepared because where the day starts, it stays. And this is really about building momentum. Building momentum first thing in the morning. I think we can all understand or relate to how much harder it is to make great choices throughout the day if we feel like we kind of blew it at breakfast time. But on the flip side, if we feel really encouraged and proud of our early in the day choices, it is so much easier to carry through that momentum through the day because we're kind of on a high. We feel proud of ourselves, we feel energized, there's a real good feeling of, I took care of myself this morning, and we're a little attached to that feeling physically and emotionally. Our ego is tied up in it a little bit, and so we don't want to drop the ball. We want to keep that going. But if we wake up and we either skip breakfast or we have the donuts or whatever it is, we don't feel that momentum anymore. So don't make it so hard on yourself. Don't make it more difficult by requiring yourself to make all these decisions first thing in the day that you don't have to make. You can make them ahead of time, remove the barriers to success, remove as much decision as possible to just simplify and automate. Now, the key to this is you have to pre-prepare foods that you look forward to eating. If you have salmon and cold broccoli in the fridge and you wake up and you're like, oh my God, no, then that's not going to work. It has to be food you look forward to eating. And then it's just, there's no guesswork. There's no, oh geez, do I have time? Should I make something? Should I get something on the way to work? Should I try and find something at work? Oh, maybe I won't eat. And then you're starving later. You have to be prepared, remove that decision-making requirement in the morning, but be prepared with foods that you really love and look forward to. Now, if you're thinking, I don't want bacon and eggs, or I don't want to make bacon and eggs ahead of time, you are bananas, or you're just not listening if you think that bacon and eggs is the only fat loss breakfast option. It is not. And I've mentioned this before, but the single most popular episode of the Primal Potential podcast to date is Q&A 6. And Q&A 6 is all about breakfast, how to make breakfast a fat-burning meal. And I'm going to link to it in the show notes over in primalpotential.com. But Q&A 6 gives tons of meal ideas and recipes for things that you can easily make ahead of time. Some of my favorites are frittatas. Take your favorite vegetables, your favorite breakfast meats, some eggs, bake it, cut yourself a huge slice. You can heat it, knead it, you can grab and go. 
It's so easy, it's so delicious, and you can make it to customize your own preferences. Like you guys know I'm not a huge broccoli fan, so I'm not gonna put broccoli in my frittata, right? So do what you love. I love bacon, I'm not as much of a sausage fan, so I'm not gonna put sausage in my frittata. Another one is little mini meatloafs, and you can do it so that it's more sweet than savory if you use things like ground pork or a combination of ground pork and ground turkey and add in some nutmeg and some cinnamon. There is a great recipe from Mary the Paleo Chef. These are awesome. Now you can do them in a very savory way, more like meatloafs, or you can do them in a more sweet way with uh, some kind of morning-ish spices like cinnamon and nutmeg to make them a little bit less savory in the morning. But you just make them in little muffin tins, you bake them, and they're super easy to grab and go. I'll even eat them cold oftentimes because they're just really delicious. So frittatas are one, meat muffins are one, or little mini meatloafs, whatever you want to call them. I hate the phrase meat muffin. It just kind of makes me cringe a little bit, but that's just my own issue. Um, chia seed pudding is another one, and that recipe is on the show notes page for the breakfast episode that I will link to. But that is a really great protein and healthy fat option uh, where you basically soak the chia seeds in some almond milk, some cocoa powder. You can use a little bit of stevia if you want to to sweeten it up. And you soak it overnight, and it's a sweeter, creamier pudding option for the morning. I also love to do a baked uh, a baked avocado with an egg in it, like where you remove the pit of the half of an avocado, put an egg in the hole where the pit was, bake it. That's another option that you can totally do for mornings if you don't feel like bacon and eggs are the way to go. So Set yourself up for success by preparing ahead of time so that you automate your morning, lower any barriers to resistance. It doesn't have to be as hard as you make it. It doesn't have to be that you wake up and go, oh, what should I eat? Do I have time? I don't feel like it. Remove those barriers by getting prepared ahead of time. It does not take that long. And honestly, even if it did, which it doesn't, it's worth it if it sets you up for success. And it does. Number three is to get real and identify your obstacles. Now, so many of us kind of approach our goals with rose-colored glasses. We give ourselves this big pep talk, I'm going to do it. No more indulging, sugar-free December, blah, blah, blah. Listen, let's get a little bit realistic based on our past and not think that we're just going to make the decision, put our head down, and plow through with perfection. More often than not, it doesn't go down that way, and it's a great intention, but if you know that you've had a similar intention before and you haven't been successful, let's create another plan. Sit down with your calendar and look at your obstacles. Maybe it's just as simple as you eat like a mad woman when you're premenstrual and you're about to start your cycle in the next 10 days, right? Set yourself up for success by identifying that that is happening and creating a plan. Or maybe it's a holiday party that's coming up or a family get-together or a birthday. Or maybe it's just a really stressful time at work and you have a big project coming up and you know that you have a tendency to eat when you're stressed or eat to distract yourself from getting work done. So get really honest about what could get in your way over the next week one of, or over the next month. One of the things I do when I'm talking to my coaching clients is I will ask them on our weekly calls, what's coming up? What challenges do you foresee this week? How do you see this getting in your way? And then we game plan together to come up with a strategy 
to not let that totally railroad you. Identify and get real about the things that are most likely to get in your way. And don't just think like, oh yeah, there's this thing on Friday night. Write it down. Get specific. Know your triggers, right? Identify what you normally do to sabotage yourself. Don't just say, oh yeah, there's this holiday party on Friday. Identify. I tend to go in there and say, I'm not going to get dessert. But then when everybody's eating dessert, it starts with just one bite. And then I get myself a piece. And then I feel like I've blown it. So then I go get another. Or I don't like the first one. So I feel ripped off. So I go and get something else. Or maybe that's not it at all. Maybe for you, it's I go in saying, I'm not going to drink. Or I'm going to have one drink. But then I get caught up in the moment. And just it seems like unconsciously, I've had five drinks. And then after five drinks, I'm eating everything in sight, right? Get really specific about how you tend to throw yourself off track. And then when you name it, when you get really clear, it tends to lose much of its power over you because it's not sneaking up on you. When you identify it, you expect it, you see it coming, and you can respond intelligently instead of reacting instinctively. So be really clear about this is what I anticipate being a challenge this week. These, now this is the next step. These are some of the approaches I've tried before and have not been successful. So for example, I've tried before to go in and say, I'm not having any dessert, and then I feel deprived, and all I can think about is dessert, and then I end up having six, right? Identify what you have tried before that has not worked, and then based on knowing what your struggle is, knowing what you have unsuccessfully tried before, Come up with a strategy and say, this is what I'm going to do differently, and then visualize yourself doing it. Now, another really great strategy, and this is kind of rolled into one with identifying your obstacles, another really good strategy is if you have a tough moment coming up, an event, a holiday party, ahead of time, create a plan for the next day. Because I know for me and for many other people, One night of overindulging at a holiday party or a family get-together or a work function can lead to feeling really down the next day, and then you continue those crappy choices because you're just feeling kind of down about yourself and down about your body and frustrated with yourself, and so it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy, and so I think it's really helpful not just to have a plan for the next day, but I would actually... Pre-prepare your food for the next day. So if you know you have some big holiday party and you're probably going to indulge on a Friday night and you know that oftentimes when you wake up on Saturday, you just feel gross and then it turns into like, oh, I blew it. We'll start again on Monday. I might as well eat all these leftovers or do all this other stuff. Pre-prepare your food, have it ready, reduce any potential obstacles that could get in your way, take the guesswork out of it, take the decision making out of it, get really prepared and say, this is what's for breakfast on Saturday and this is what's for lunch and this is what's for dinner and I'm getting a walk-in first thing in the morning. Get really clear about the obstacles and what you've tried before that hasn't worked and what you want to do differently and make sure that you have a plan for the next day. Number four, if you want to achieve this goal of dropping a pant size in the next 30 days, I know you can, but you will make it much harder on yourself if you don't track. So I really want you to commit to tracking. What gets measured improves. And if you're serious about your results and you really want this and you aren't tracking yet, you know, actually, if you're serious about your results and you aren't tracking yet, I would love if you would email me and tell me why. 
Like, what is your objection to tracking? Is it that you don't think you have the time? Is it that you think it's too much work? Seriously, email me, Elizabeth at primalpotential.com. If you know you want results and you're really serious about it, but you're not tracking yet, I'm, I genuinely, I would like to know why. Because the more I can understand why, the more I can help you overcome that and get to a point of success. Because I cannot tell you how many people from my group coaching and my individual clients have had major paradigm shifting breakthroughs from their own tracking documents, right? Yeah, they're working with me, but oftentimes it's their tracking document that gives them the breakthroughs they need to transform everything, to go from this sucks and it's really hard to, oh my gosh, I get it now, it's clicked and I'm rocking and rolling. These answers come from your tracking document. It is your gold mine. It is everything you need. Your body has all the answers. It's just that we're not paying attention to them. When you understand, for example, how one food really doesn't satisfy you, but you've been eating it regularly, I see this a lot with things like protein bars or protein shakes or nuts, where people go to them because they think they're a healthy option in times of hunger, but when they start tracking, they realize, holy Toledo, obviously that doesn't satisfy me mentally or physically or both because I tend to overeat more afterwards. If I have one bar, I tend to have two or three. Or if I have one shake, then I'm prowling through the kitchen looking for something else to eat. You have to understand what foods really, really satisfy you and which ones totally don't, right? Or maybe there's a specific thing happening on certain times of the day, like you snack routinely through the afternoon and your tracking document makes it really clear, the act of tracking, that this is how you procrastinate. And you can see through your tracking document what is different about your choices and your habits and your circumstances on days when you totally nail it and don't do that procrastination snacking and on days that you totally blow it and you're off the rails and you're munching and snacking all afternoon. So tracking is key. And I will link in the show notes to a blog post I wrote on how to track, what to track, when to track, why to track, and two different tracking templates that you can use to get started. All right, I'm I'm all about the tracking lately because I've been putting together this unbelievably amazing journal for my winter coaching clients, um, and and I'm just so pumped about it. I can't even wait. I'm going to get, obviously, I'm going to get it before they get it, and I just cannot wait to have it for myself. Anyway, dork mode, sorry. All right, number five, indulge only when it's worth it. And if this was the only change that you made, it would be a huge one. Because so many of us don't have a weight issue because there's so many level 10 foods out there. And when I say level 10, I mean like on a scale of one to 10, so many things are like a screaming 10 and we eat them too often. That's not why most of us struggle with our weight. We struggle because of the junk indulgences, the things that are like a three or a four or a five, dumb indulgences really, cheap grocery store cookies or cold leftovers or totally lame generic chocolate from a bowl on somebody's desk that we've had a million times. And I know I've talked about this indulging only when it's worth it thing so many times, but it's really, really true. Ask yourself, is this totally worth it? If you're going to indulge, Go for it without guilt, but make sure that it's not a piece of Hershey's chocolate that you don't even love, right? If you're a chocolate person and you want to indulge in chocolate, indulge when it's that amazing 
I can't even wait until like I can have that again. Not just like, meh, it's here stuff. If you're eating it because it's there, that's probably a good cue that it's not worth it. Is this something that I would seek out? Is this something that I would pay big money for, right? I mean, big money is relative, but like if you're just eating it because it's free, because it's there, because why not? That's probably not a great thing to indulge in. Ask yourself, is it really worth it? And indulge only when it's worth it. One of the things I teach my clients is to get in the habit of ranking indulgences on a scale of one to 10 and only going for it if it's an eight or above. You would be amazed when you start tracking if you're not already, if you were to go back and rank all the things you indulged in, you would find that most of them were like totally lame, totally not worth it, Indulge only when it's worth it. Number six, eat when you're hungry. This is another one that combined with number five, indulge only when it's worth it. These would be total game changers. We have a real habit as humans to eat because there's food in front of us or eat because other people are eating or eat because it's free instead of uh, I'm actually hungry and I should eat when I'm hungry. And I give the analogy on many of my webinars about going on a road trip, right? You go on a road trip and you fill your car up with gas before you hit the road, right? And about a mile into the trip, you pass another gas station and you're thinking, oh, gas, my car likes gas, I should get some. And so you pull in and you open your gas cap and you put the nozzle in your car and you start pumping. Your car doesn't need gas, but you put it in there anyway. You're like, oh, why not, right? Gas station, of course, my car likes gas. Then five miles later, same thing. Oh, a gas station. That's a good idea. My car likes gas. So you pull in, you put gas in your car, and it doesn't need it, and the excess is spilling all over the floor, right? That is what we do with food. We overfuel ourselves to a ridiculous extent because especially around the holidays, so much, but even just in life in general, so much of our eating is just because something is there. And I think it's really easy to overcome fear of missing out if we don't tell ourselves no, it's not like, no, I can't eat that. It's not healthy. It's not fat loss friendly. How about, that looks amazing. It's totally worth it. And I'm coming back for it when, it's, when I'm hungry. You're going to get hungry again. Many times when we eat when we're not hungry, it's because of this fear of missing out. If I don't have it now, it's going to be gone. Well, listen, take some, set it aside you will feel hungry again. You don't need to eat it right now. And if you just went through the holidays indulging only when it's worth it and eating only when you're hungry, you would be amazed at what a difference that could make. So if you are afraid that when you get hungry, it won't be there anymore, take some, set it aside, and then pay really close attention to when your hunger returns and indulge in it then. You don't have to tell yourself no. It's just, I'm not really hungry right now. But when I am, I'm coming back for it because that's going to be good. Number seven is go to bed earlier. Seriously, one of the most effective things you can do to drop a pant size in the next month is go to bed earlier. And I don't even want to talk about this from the mental psychological side of things of when you're rested, you make better choices, although that's all totally valid. I think it's also kind of common sense. But let me just be really clear and to the point. Sleep deprivation, even moderate sleep deprivation of just a few hours over a few days leads to insulin resistance very quickly in just a few days. Now, 
Without getting into all the details of what insulin resistance has to do with fat loss, I've done that on many other podcast episodes prior to this, and I've written about it in the blog, let me just be really direct. Insulin resistance leads to weight gain, cravings, and hunger. So moderate sleep deprivation of just a few hours over a few days leads to insulin resistance. Insulin resistance leads to weight gain, hunger, and cravings. So sleep more. The TV is not worth it. The holiday shopping is not worth it. The phone call is not worth it. DVR your show, call the person tomorrow, fold the laundry the next day, sleep. It's going to make you feel better emotionally, obviously. You're going to feel like you have a lot more control over your choices. But more than that, you will have less of a hard time losing weight. You will not be as predisposed to gaining weight, and you will have fewer uh, fewer cravings and less hunger if you avoid sleep deprivation. And the holiday times, people tend to be really busy and overextended. You don't need to stay out that late. You don't need to watch the stupid holiday movie you've seen 67 times. You can DVR it, catch it tomorrow. It's not worth it. Go to bed. All right, number eight. Make fats, proteins, and non-starchy vegetables your staples. Now, it's not to say that you cannot have alcohol or your favorite holiday carbs or your favorite random carb on a Friday night. But make carbohydrates the accessory to your meal, a taste, a very small serving relative to the fats, the proteins, the non-starchy vegetables. Slow down. And here's the great thing about tracking. Not all fats, proteins, and non-starchy vegetables are equal for you. So your tracking document is going to allow you to see what really, really satisfies you the most. Because I don't want you to eat fats that either you don't like or don't fill you up. Same with protein, same with veggies. So for me personally, what I have learned from my own tracking document is that nuts don't really fill me up. I can sort of just continue to shovel them in my mouth like for a really long time and not feel satisfied. Now, fish and chicken really, really fills me up. Red meat doesn't fill me up the same way that leaner proteins like fish or chicken do. It's interesting. I don't know why and I don't really need to know why. My document tells me that's what's true for my body and so I tend to focus more on fish and chicken than I do on red meat because it fills me up faster. Spinach doesn't fill me up at all. I can have a massive salad where the base of the salad is spinach, and I can be hungry an hour later. Cabbage, on the other hand, really, really fills me up. So when I make a salad, I'm at least going to do half leafy greens, half cabbage instead of all leafy greens because I want to be satisfied. Sometimes I'll go all cabbage. Butter doesn't fill me up. I can add butter to my food and it doesn't impact my satiety, but cheese really fills me up. The flip side of that is I know I'm kind of sensitive to dairy. Again, things that my tracking document has told me. So your tracking document has all the answers. I don't just want to say eat fat, protein, and non-starchy vegetables because if you're not really paying attention to which ones work best for you, then you can be not satisfied. You can physically be not satisfied in terms of they don't really trigger satiety or feelings of fullness for you, or emotionally you're like, That wasn't good, and I want something that tastes good, so even though I'm not hungry, I'm going to go look for something that tastes good. Number nine, face the music, man. Wear fitted pants. Look at yourself naked. Take your measurements. Take your pictures. 
so many of us struggle through the holidays because we look the other way. We don't wear the fitted clothes. We're sort of like the kid that crawls under the blanket and thinks because they can't see you, you can't see them. If we can't see our weight gain, the weight gain doesn't exist. It's not true. And if you want to really crush your goals, get honest with yourself. I can't tell you how many years I spent avoiding mirrors and it didn't help at all. It wasn't less true because I wasn't looking. My body wasn't better looking because I didn't look at it. It's avoidance and avoidance will hold you back. Put on your fitted pants on a regular basis, whether it's jeans, whether it's work pants, whether it's a particular jacket, I don't care. Look at yourself naked. Turn on the lights, turn around, spin around, look at your legs, look at your belly, look at your chest, look at it all. Look at yourself in the mirror, take your measurements, face the music. Accountability is key. And this practice of, if I don't look at it, it doesn't exist, I'm not gonna put on those pants till I know I'm on track, that doesn't help. That doesn't help you reach your goals. It might make you feel better about yourself in the short term, but it is not an effective strategy for success. So face the music and get real about where your body's at right now. Stay accountable and monitor your progress. The 10th thing I want to talk about is get a coach. Get somebody you trust who knows what they're talking about, who's done it before, who can help you. And this isn't a plug for me at all. I might not be your cup of tea and that's totally cool and you might not be mine, right? But let's think about successful people have coaches. People who achieve a skill or a certain level of mastery have a coach. The best musicians have coaches. The best athletes have coaches. The best business owners and executives, they have coaches. I have a business coach. I have a personal trainer. All the successful people that I know in my life have a mentor or a coach. And it's partly about accountability. Somebody that prevents you from drifting and going off into holiday cake and cookie la la land but also somebody that has a perspective, that can call you out on your excuses, that can help you troubleshoot, that can help you adjust and change and grow and improve. Somebody that you trust is going to be able to help you bring it back to a place where you get results. They're not gonna let you drift, they're not gonna let you make excuses, but they're also gonna be there to help when you feel like, gosh, I think I'm doing everything right, but I'm not seeing the results that I want, or I'm not feeling the energy that I know that I need to, or my hormones are out of whack, or whatever it is. People have coaches when they want to achieve a big goal. It's about accountability, but it's also about perspective. Your coach can see things that you can't necessarily see. This happens every day with my clients. They say they're stuck with something, they don't know how to handle something, and it's just because they're in the situation, their perspective is kind of narrow. It's fixated on the challenge, whereas I can see the bigger picture, and I can help them with just a couple of quick words, course correct and adjust, so that they don't sabotage themselves, they don't hold themselves back. Get a coach. And if you feel like maybe... I think maybe Elizabeth gets me. I think she understands. If you are listening to this episode the day that it airs on December 1st, I would love for you to join the free webinar on December 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, all about how to avoid self-sabotage, how to create your success blueprint, and how to join me for the Fat Loss Fast Track this winter. So you can just go to primalpotential.com. You'll see the sign-up forms right there. Or you can text the word Fast Track, one word, to 44222. And if it's after the first, 
Don't sweat it. If you go to the Get Results With Me tab on primalpotential.com, there are lots of ways that I work with people um, formally and informally, very high touch and a little bit more self-directed because I think whether it's me or whether it's not, Everybody needs a coach. If you're serious about results, everybody needs a coach to help push them to the next level, to call them out on their excuses, to help them troubleshoot, to help them navigate difficult situations, and to help them come back when they start to drift. We all drift. We all have ebbs and flows of motivation, and a coach can really help you with that. All right, let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday. Uh, first thing in the morning with my coffee, I actually had leftover turkey that was in the fridge. Um, I munched on about five or six ounces of white meat and dark meat turkey. And then a few hours later, I had what is really becoming a staple. I'm obsessed with this right now, which means I'll probably burn out soon and need to switch to something else, which is the raw cabbage blend um, with eggs and bacon. So I just take raw cabbage, a couple slices of bacon, a couple of soft boiled eggs or like um, over easy eggs and mash it all together. Uh, Mid-afternoon, I was hungry, had some food that was left in the fridge, just random mashed cauliflower leftovers and some Brussels sprouts leftovers. And then I was sort of veggied out at that point. So dinner was just two big pieces of salmon. I would say it was probably six or seven ounces of salmon. Um, but that was all I had later in the day. And then I sipped on some tea. I am loving all sorts of holiday teas right now. They are making me very, very happy. Um, so that is what I ate yesterday. I am super excited to see all of you on the webinar and really to just create major success in December so that we all go into the new year feeling really amazing about our bodies. So with that, I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I hope to see many of you tonight, December the 1st at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific for the Fat Loss Fast Track webinar. See you then. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.